Welcome back to the No Top Spin Podcast. All right, that's <laughs> I am your host, Charlie, and I'm joined by my esteemed colleagues, Isaiah. Hello. And Steven. Hi, is it top spin as in golf? Like when you hit the ball on the top to make it like run further when it... <laughs> I realized as I said, I'm like, wait a minute. But no, the, the joke is that SPO doesn't spin dash. He's just, he has a little top thing. Oh, that's right. Okay. I remember now. And I don't even think Charmy has a spin dash because he, he just kind of flies. I he love Charmy. I love Vector. Uh, well, Vector plus Charmy is the single best combination of characters. Yeah, for sure. First of all, I want to go right off the bat and say that maybe, unless I'm playing the game wrong, my one complaint is that I can't switch my lead character at all. I'm just stuck with him. There is one way. It's a power-up. It's a power-up, guys. Well, no, there's a power-up, but then after a while, it just switches me back without, like, my consent. Guys, yeah. there's another way. It's called exiting and then loading the file, and then you just select a different character. So I was afraid that this game actually wasn't going to save my file, so I refused to turn off the game and just stared at my game for, like, forever. So oh, boy. When you picked your file when you were starting, I the picked game. the file. I didn't. I guess. What you, I guess what he was saying is that you can switch. Like you can. You don't have to like turn off the game. You can just. Yeah. What? Whatever. The point is, I played as Mighty the entire time, except for like when I played Knuckles for like the little practice, because they gave you training. They give yeah. you a little practice in case you don't want to do it. And the, by the way, the training music stage is great music. The music's hit or miss. It's kind of like Sonic CD. I'm kind of, I'm sorry, I'm flying all over the place with this. Oh, you're I, fine. <laughs> this is my first experience, and I have a lot more to say to it than, like, other new experiences, like, uh, what, Sonic, what is it called? <laughs> Eraser? Well, Sega Sonic for one, and then, what's the shitty puzzle game? Eraser. Uh, Eraser, yeah. right. <laughs> the shitty but, puzzle I, I wanted to play this game for a long time, because I remember Isaiah had it on ROMs when we yeah. were... Yeah, I somehow got it working, like, five years ago. Yeah, and you like, and then like, oh, sorry, my dad or whatever deleted everything or some shit, and I'm like, oh, now I'm never gonna play this because I don't like downloading emulators. It was not my dad; it was malware. Although, right, I guess right, you could right. confuse but the two. Good old Papa Malware keeping us all in check because they both knew more about my computer than me at the time. But yeah, here I am, just like playing on an emulator because no one owns a 32x, and this, I've never seen this game at a game store before. I've never seen this game, like, full stop. I was aware of the game's existence. I looked briefly into Sonic Crackers and then found out about Knuckles Chaotix. So, Sonic Crackers, I was like, is that what Sonic Eraser is? I keep getting those two confused, but I was like, yeah. No, Sonic Crackers is... The whole cast of the games. A dangerous name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, white people oh, aren't oppressed, so we can say it. It's okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. Politics aside. I, this game, the music is mixed, and I kind of didn't realize, like, how much this game kind of influences on future games. Like, Mania, specifically? Like, like Mania, because the music plus. is basically the same, because it's 32-bit, and Mania's kind of emulating a 32-bit. Yeah, but, like, this game's music sound, basically everything in this game feels like it took a hit, even though the game should have twice as much memory. Yeah. And the only thing that you get is two characters on screen at once that are connected by a rubber band of fun, question mark. A rubber band of, like, fun exclamation mark, the way Jeb Bush put an exclamation mark in his, like, slogan, where it was like, Jeb, please clap. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the kind of fun that we're talking about. What is with today's episode? So, <laughs> sorry, I, we, oh my 
It's so been... yeah, there there is a lot of influence in Mania because Mania is just like all of the classics. Because there's the two partners which they use in Plus mode, including the little grabber mini game, which is nice. Mm. Yeah, I like that. They also the blue ring power up in Sonic Mania was oh, from yeah. this game, and it's actually a lot more broken than it is in Mania oh, because absolutely. it just goes into one ring. It's not broken. It's the only way you can get to a special stage. I know, but. Sorry, I need to like get this like influence thing out because it's like really. I mean, the major thing that this thing did is introduce the chaotix, which we wouldn't really see except for SBO and Sonic the Fighters is until Heroes, and they become basically staple modern characters after that. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, they're like in Shadow the Hedgehog after that, and then are any of them in the Rings and Black Knight stuff? Uh, I don't think they are. I think. That one of them is a multiplayer, like unlockable character. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google that. Yeah, because I know like Jet the Hawk is playable, and I was no, I think by the that. only unlockable characters from that are like Jet the Hawk. Well, okay, I don't know about Secret Rings, but I'm thinking specifically with uh, Black Knight. Yeah, that you can unlock Jet the Hawk and Silver, but I don't think. Yeah, you can also unlock someone else. Who was the other one? God, Wikipedia is unhelpful. Here's a list of multiplayer characters Sonic you can Wiki. play. Sir Galahad. Go to Sonic.wikia. Yeah, that's where I'm at. They're giving them their freaking Knights of the Round Table name. I, oh, yeah. Sir yeah, Lamorak yeah. Is, is just Jet. Galahad yeah, is Silver. Yeah, it's Jet with the head. Alright. King Arthur? That's just. That's cheating. That's just playing as the boss <laughs> of the game. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm in really Bison. Like... Also. Like the the tutorial music or the first area music like before you yeah. get to the main hub. That was that's the collection room for Sonic Generations. Yeah. Yeah. In Sonic Generations I was like, what is this what game is this song from? Turns out it's from the one game Sega doesn't remember, aside from Sega Sonic the Hedgehog and half of their library. Yeah, I was gonna say Sonic Eraser never really got re-released, I don't think. I don't know if this is true, but I thought I remember reading that Knuckles Chaotic and Sega Sonic were supposed to be in Gems Collection, but they never made it. Yeah, I think that's the case, because their hardware is so vastly different from anything else that they were emulating. I believe that. If you could have done that, you would basically have every Sonic game you could possibly need on the GameCube. Yeah, because you'd have Mega Collection in addition to Gems Collection. Right, and even if you don't have, like... I mean, Gems Collection only has a handful of games, and Mega Collection Plus is only on the PS2, to my knowledge. So you yep. have to unlock everything on uh, Sonic Adventure DX, which is probably a chore. But... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Your Game Gear games would all have to come from DX, but you're right that you could have three <laughs> discs and have every Sonic game that we needed to cover on the podcast, except for Eraser. Oh, man. Well, well we don't need to remember Eraser, okay? Someone needs to. No, like, yes, but no, for sure. No, just no. Okay? It's good to have examples of what not to do. That's and... true. I suppose. One last thing. Thing, I guess it's this is really like my new I was talking to Isaiah about this earlier but one of the other influences I guess it's not really an influence but this is probably the first Sonic game to my knowledge that like if you looked up the music to like a stage or whatever it would give you a completely different name so this is like the first game to have like named tracks yeah the, the songs have titles they're not just oh Empty Valley Act 1 OST there's no stage called Empty Valley that would be ridiculous I was gonna say <laughs> Empty Valley sounds like the <laughs> saddest place. It sounds like it's the, it's the little things that matter to me. The Sonic EXE map. <laughs> Is that like Dirty Hole Zone from Sonic 2 for the Game Gear? 
gross. So we should probably describe how the game works, by the way. Well, I'm glad we got the influences thing out of the way, because it's kind of yeah. important to know I mean, that this game wasn't just wholesale removed from history. <laughs> it is, you could be convinced that it has been forgotten, because it's a pretty niche game. It was on the 32X, which nobody bought. You know, somehow Sonic CD was super remembered, despite the CD being a commercial failure. Failure. Uh, failure. 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 The 32X came out around the same time as the Saturn. I believe it's the Saturn. Yeah, they were pretty simultaneous. Well, 32X, like, I think it came out in America as the Saturn came out in Japan, which, just this is why Sega went out of, yeah. this out is of like... the console market, because they just they released things too tightly because they were too concerned about power and whatever. Responsibility. So they released, like, a... <laughs> Hey, Uncle Ben. <laughs> they released a hardware expansion <laughs> to the Genesis. The second hardware expansion to the Genesis, by the way. Like, at the same time, they released the next generation of consoles, and then their users basically got segmented, and then nobody bought any games, and then Sega went out of business. Yeah, they also went and released games like Knights on the Sega Saturn and Knuckles Chaotix on the 32X. This is probably, like, the only game... Don't think about on the 32X. Here's the way the game works. You start out playing as Knuckles, which, by the way, so this game officially, I'm pretty sure is just called Chaotix. I don't think it's called Knuckles. It's listed as different things in different places, so I don't know. There's no, there's no way that it's not called Knuckles Chaotix. That's on the car and it's on the title. Like, I don't think. SonicRetro.org calls this game Chaotix as opposed to Knuckles Chaotix. That's confusing because the packaging and the game has the word Knuckles on it. I don't know, for me the title screen didn't have the word Knuckles on it, it just said Chaotix. Really? Well, I'm gonna boot it I'm up gonna, again. I'm gonna boot it up again too, just to make sure I'm not friggin' snorting monkeys. <laughs> Lying to me? You remember the time you told me that birds don't transform? So the ROM is titled Knuckles Chaotix, but when I boot it up in the top corner when where the ROM is reading the name of the game data, it's just called Chaotix, and then on the title screen, it says Chaotix trademark featuring Knuckles the Echidna, welcome to the next level in 32X world, push start. Sega Enterprise LTD 1995. So Knuckles' name is on there. Knuckles' name appears after the word Chaotix. It's a subheader. Listen, any way you slice it, this is Knuckles' game. Featuring game. Dante from the Devil May Cry series. That's what it says. Featuring Vector from that one Sonic band that was had a picture when Sonic 1 came out. Sorry, that was terrible. So the way Knuckles' Chaotix works, or just Chaotix, I don't know. We're going to call it Knuckles' Chaotix because Chaotix is not a great name on its own. It's one word. It's, <laughs> it's not, not safe. It's just edgy because there's an X at the end. The way this game works is that you play as sort of two characters where you control one. No, no, you only play as yeah, one character. So there are two characters on the screen. You play as one of them and the other one sort of follows you around. And y'all are tied together via a rubber band, like a super magical ring rubber band. Please, it's a power ring? It's a power ring. Two power rings are emotionally connected to each other. And so when one of you gets really far away, then there's like physics, I guess, that pulls you closer. And so you can use that to rubber band yourself around the world in this neat little doesn't work that well sort of situation. It's very interesting. Yeah. And what, what makes it even more interesting is the fact that instead of levels happening sequentially... <laughs> yeah. 
Instead of levels happening sequentially, when deciding what level to play, you enter basically a roulette where it like shuffles through the levels and then selects the next one. And instead of advancing to the next act, the level levels up and then you just go to a harder version of the stage. You basically go to the next act of that stage the next time you are randomly selected to enter that stage. Which All right. doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it makes sense to me because you don't have to keep playing a level if you don't want to. And I don't know if you ever did this, but you can go into special stages during the level. This game has a situation kind of like Sonic Mania, where there is a special stage that you get in the level, and then there's also a special stage that you get based on how many rings you have. But unlike Mania, you don't get it at checkpoints, you just get it at the end, like in the original Sonic. But the big ring that you can collect in a level takes you to a special stage where you can just get rings, but you can also get a couple different power-ups, and one of the power-ups that you can get is an S, which I guess stands for stage, and it allows you to, once you get back into the level select, the roulette will move super slowly, so you can just pick which stage you mm. want. So as long as you're going to that, it, it kind of negates the mechanic, and you can just choose to leave a stage if you don't want to keep doing it, or you can choose to go back to it again if you want to just get it out of the way. Alright. Alright, so you just like listed two of my biggest problems with this game, I mean besides the <laughs> physics. But, like... <laughs> and, you know, the graphics and the music. The whole, like, hub world and the randomized stage selection is kind of a pain because you're just going through this needless middleman. Yeah. And you're just going through this stage, and I eventually I just stopped going to the, the little uh, gotcha, not gotcha, the little crane game to yeah. make a partner because I'm like, well, I'm pretty much fine with Charmy or whatever. Yeah. But going through that is a slog, and then I don't care for the midway bonus stages because... Like the special stage, I guess we'll get into, it drains your rings as you're in it, and I really wish that part of it wasn't a thing, because I just stopped going to those stages, because I just didn't want to go for those power-ups, because the cost outweigh the benefits. Yeah. I get where you're coming from with that. I actually liked that aspect of it, to, because to me it seemed like gambling where you're, or maybe not gambling because you're rewarded for skill, but it's kind of like you're putting your rings on the line mm -hmm. to get more, and you'll need to do that if you aren't so great at the, what, what's the, I guess, like, chaos ring special stages, because they're not chaos yeah. emeralds in this game. I'm going to call the rings that you find in the stage bonus stages, and the rings that you find at the end of the stage special stages, because the special stage is where you sure, get the, sure. like, good ending objects. Collectible. Yeah, that's usually the term yeah. you should go with in these cases. Yeah. So yeah, the bonus stage allows you to extend the amount of time you can stay in the special stage because like Charlie said, it drains rings. But I actually much prefer this to any other kind of iteration of that special stage design. It's the one where you're on rails, basically, and you move left and right to collect objects. Yeah, you're in like a, right. a, like a fully 3D space. You can go up, down, left, right. It honestly reminds me of like the, the warp zones in uh, Star Fox 64. It's the closest yeah. any of these special stages have come to feeling like actual 3D, but it's... Well, this is 3D polygons. This is 100% yeah. like polygons. It's, well, I'd say that it's 2D planes projected into 3D space, but like... No, it's... No, Isaiah, it's it's polygons. <laughs> In the way that Star Fox is polygons, okay. this is also yeah, polygons. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. It's... Yeah. The camera is not, though, like... <laughs> What do you mean the camera is not a polygon? Well, the, okay, of course obviously it is. Obviously, the camera is not a polygon. It is a camera. But the camera 
Yeah. The camera doesn't function like a 3D camera does. I don't know how smooth it is in Star Fox, if camera angles ever change in Star it's Fox. It's very smooth in Star Fox. Star Fox is an amazing game. The original Star Fox is a marvel of hardware. Yes. So, with that out of the way, the thing I was saying, which is that <laughs> the camera in the special stage is very, like, what, what's the word? It, like... It just sort of warps. Bad. Like you can say bad. When, when the camera angle is supposed to change, instead of doing so smoothly, it just snaps to like a 15 degree change. And that's... Uh, I wouldn't... Oh, wait, are we talking about the special stages now? I thought we were still on bonus stages. No, I wanted to say a few more things about the special stage when Isaiah went on about like kind of the graphics of it, which I think is fine. <laughs> but what I wanted to say before that was that the special stage is not something crazy and new for the Sonic franchise. Yeah. Like, it's sort of an iteration upon what we first saw in Sonic 2, mm -hmm. and we will keep seeing for a while now. Well, it's kind of a combination, really. Well, what I like about this one in particular is that, unlike some of the earlier iterations on it, you are timed in this one, and if you fail a challenge, like if you don't get enough blue spheres in this case, you don't die right away, but you get to retry the level, yeah, and really you can like go that. and get yeah. different blue spheres. And I like that a lot. I think this is the best iteration of the Sonic 2 style special stage that I have seen so far. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. And, and even if it is, like, difficult because of the camera being a little bit wonky, like, the camera does move smoothly. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it adjusts angles, but it does it with a mind of its yeah. own. Yeah. So you kind of have to learn layouts. But what I like about this game is that it gives you a chance to learn those layouts because you'll be spending a lot more time in you there. You get to actually see what's ahead before it's too late, unlike in Sonic 2. I kind of, I don't know, there was a, the third special stage got me a lot of issues because there's like this one hump that's near a ledge that I kept panicking, so I kept falling down the same crevice a few times. See, what happened for me in the third level was right near the end, if you jump and push to the right at the right spot, you fly through the wall. Oh my god, that did not happen to me. That happened to me. For oh, that, sure. That happened to you too, Charlie? Oh, we all had no, that? No, I'd never, I don't think I've ever experienced that. Okay, so Isaiah, you yeah. had it. Like. And I had it happen to me four times. Oh my god. I'm, I'm very sorry. I know there's a bit where it's like a flat plane, but then there's like a hill that goes up and then down and then up and then down again. And every time the camera angle- Oh no, not that. Every time the camera angle goes, oh, okay, we're just gonna show you the incline as if it was flat. And so you can no longer see the rest of the floor. Yeah, that and then was immediately a after that, immediately after that, there's a cliff where if you don't jump properly, you'll fall off yeah. and fail. And because of the way the camera angle changes with a mind of its own, you cannot see where that jump is. Yeah. Well, I think that that's not because of the, that's not because of the camera angle changing. That's because just the camera angle is pointed in such a way that it's like always over your shoulder. So it's kind of like going up a hill on a car. Like you're not gonna see the other side of the hill until you're on the top. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know, it feels ruder. <laughs> it's not that the camera angle is changing, it's that it isn't. <laughs> I guess so. You know, but I think that's not well designed, but <laughs> if you come at that from the top of the map instead of the bottom, mm -hmm. I guess if we're talking about it that way, you actually do get to see what you need to, I think. You do, it just, it disorients you, and I think that was intentional. The person who designed the level was like, yeah, we're gonna disorient the player. I'm just saying that I don't like that, because it sucks. Well, yeah, but that's also completely separate from what I was talking about, which is flying through a oh, wall, yeah. which is unacceptable. <laughs> Absolutely unacceptable. Did any of you get all the rings? Uh, no. No, no, okay. I couldn't get past stage three. I couldn't three. get past stage three either. Oh, I was. Sorry. Did any of you find, like, the hidden path on the left? 
the the hidden what? path on the yeah, left. Yeah, there's like I I didn't remember how to get through it. There's like a certain angle that you'll get to this one lane path that's like really chill. Although you'll like feel like you should turn a little because of the weird bends it has because it's like it's kind of like a yeah. diagonal arch. Yeah, it's also like on rails, sort yeah. of, where when it turns, you turn. It's kind yeah. of like Sonic Drift in that way. But even way. if you turned a little, it's not like going to punish you or anything, so it's fine. Yeah. But I, I like that little alternate path, because this, this is another thing that kind of was kind of reused in Mania, is that the stage is very reminiscent, because you can go in a loop. But obviously it has more of the Sonic CD aesthetic, and I guess in most practice, it's more of a, a Sonic Hero special stage. It's a whole bunch of... That's, that's, that's Mania. I'm going to stop gushing over Mania. But <laughs> this special stage isn't horrible. I mean, you, okay, you would say you would like this better than that one Sonic Chaos stage that you got stuck on a lot, right? Yeah, oh, I think this is the better... The, I think this is probably the best iteration of the special stage we've yeah. seen, other than maybe three yeah. if you like I, I was about uh, to say, Street. it's easier to get to. In my opinion, polish the camera a little bit, and this is like a really genuinely fun special stage. Yeah, it reminds me of a lot of like current phone games, like the ones that are a little bit better made that aren't just infinite yeah, runners, absolutely. where you like you have level design and there's cool little mechanics, but they're still just simple. I, I like the way it's designed. I'm not that familiar with this game, but it is a little bit like the way Sonic Lost World operates, you know? Oh, on like, on like the pin, the, what do they call it? Is it a pin? The, is that what the... I don't know. It's like the same way that Animal Crossing is designed. The where... pinroll style. Yeah. yeah. There's sections of Sonic Lost World where you're on a cylinder, and sometimes that cylinder is phrased as a hexagon. Sometimes you're on the outside, but sometimes you're on the inside. And when you, like, you know, when you move to a different side of the hexagon, the gravity shifts to being downward towards wh whichever side. The special stage operates exactly the same way. To me, I always compare this stuff to F-Zero X because that's the first time I saw, like, a gravity shifting around a cylinder. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that game has it on outside and inside of a cylinder. I think Big Blue is the first one where you get a lot of that. I remember when Sonic Lost World was, like, announced, people were being like, oh, yeah, it's a ripoff of Mario Galaxy because that had come out, like, five yeah, years ago. Yeah, that's early. hilarious to me. That's hilarious because, number one, they're forgetting that other video games have done this before. And also, number two, Knuckles Chaotix also did this. So, well, I wouldn't like I wouldn't attribute no, the concept not, of like shifting gravity. I'm not gravity saying to... that Knuckles Chaotix invented this gameplay mechanic, but you know, they certainly perfected it. Was the N64 out at this point? Oh jeez. It must have been, this right? Is, I don't uh, think so. Chaotix was 1995. Yeah, I was going to say it's 95, so that's The 64 came on 96. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So we're really close. Really close. So, kind of going from what we're talking about special stages is that Comparing this to Sonic CD, I would say that this game takes advantage of its uh, hardware a lot more than Sonic CD did because, like, all CD really did was, like, the ending and beginning cutscenes, and it's just, like, it doesn't really <laughs> represent the uh, CD hardware, but this one has the special stage polygons. There's that one uh, b boss. I can't remember which zone, but it was, like, the crystal shape, and then the bonus stage. I want to I wanna push back on CD did take advantage of the hardware in that the sound capabilities were light years ahead of uh, what the fair. Genesis was, and even what the... 32X is capable of, you know? Yeah, the music in that game isn't channel-based the way that a lot of Genesis music okay. is. It, it uses... CD quality. Unique sound fonts and stuff. Yeah, it sounds a lot better. Yeah. I would still say that, like, at least graphically, it kind of uses a lot of sound effects of CD, like the, the jumping sound effect, mm -hmm. but... 
at this point it nearly bothered me as much because it kind of fit the aesthetic more, I think. I don't know. Yeah, there's also, there's a lot more frames of animation in CD for things that happen. Whereas in Knuckles Chaotix, it felt like the characters animate 15 frames per second yeah. or something. And I think a part of that is that there are, how many playable characters are there? There's free and... There's six playable characters. There's Knuckles. There's five. Uh, there's Knuckles, Mighty, SBO, Charmy, Vector. And then there's, oh, th there's... Seven characters, five playable characters. Yeah. That's what it is. So yeah, and you can also get heavy and bomb, which are just kind of trap characters. Like you can't, like they're useless basically. Because I think bomb can hurt you if he gets hit because he explodes. Yeah. I actually found heavy to be useful for precision platforming. Yeah. In, in double jumps and stuff. Okay, I actually never got heavy. I only got bomb like once or twice. <laughs> so I think they're meant to be not as helpful. Well, they also are just like there's more of them and they can switch with other characters. Yeah. So, yeah. so there are seven characters that you can play as and or with. No, I think you can only play as the first five and the other two are just like... That's why I said and or with because you can play with those other Okay, two. that is not a very clear way to okay, describe Okay, so there are seven characters. characters that are on your screen that are potentially on your screen at all times. <laughs> there are seven characters on your screen at the Jesus same time. Christ. They're all connected with a there ring. There are seven characters <laughs> that need a level of attention and detail when animating because of their prominence in the game. Christ. Well, actually, I would even disagree with that because <laughs> Heavy and Bomb have, like, significantly less frames of animation than anyone okay, else. Okay, there's five playable characters. Let's just... Yeah, let's agree uh, on that. Add so many asterisks to my original statement that I might as well just say a different statement. There are five playable characters. That's what Charlie and I were telling you to do. They all have a lot of animations in them. Well, that's the thing, though. They don't. They don't have a lot of animations. Well, okay, so they all have unique idle animations, which a lot of Sonic games don't have idle animations or they have very brief idle animations well i would definitely say a lot of them do have idle animations they're sometimes they're short but i think pretty much every sonic game every 2d sonic game does uh, i don't know about the game gear ones but that might be cheating to compare the 32x to the 8-bit game gear but so there's five characters they all need to be animated and so i kind of feel like to a certain extent they have fewer frames because there were more animations that needed to be done so they were like, all right, let's have less frames per animation so that we can get them all done, you know? I mean, that could have been an excuse that someone would make, but that doesn't make it look any better. Like, <laughs> you can you can claim that you've got five characters, but if they all look like garbage, it's not great. Like, Charmy doesn't animate at all. <laughs> now, that is true. That Charmy doesn't animate. Charmy is basically a floating JPEG. So, Charmy <laughs> is just too tiny to, like, care. He's so small. He's such a small man. It's really good when you get the big power-up for Vector and the <laughs> tiny power-up for Charmy, and then you hold Charmy in Vector's hand, and it's just like a beetle that he found in a tree. Yeah. I actually got, like, the large power-up as Charmy and then the tiny power-up for SBL, and they're just the same size. <laughs> yeah, that one's good, too. That's really good. Yeah, I'm looking at Vector's idol because I really like all of their idols. Isn't he, like, jamming or whatever? Yeah, he's, like, listening to music on his headphones, and he's, like, dancing, basically. Like, a really... Yeah, this is why he's, like, the quintessential member. It's like a, a four-frame dance. Like, it's very small. Yeah, but you'll love it anyway. But it's... A, it's yeah, it's, it's nice. It's like it adds a lot of flavor, you know? I also love that his, like, spin dash, his ball, is a donut shape. Because he's, like, tall and yeah. skinny, so he just goes into a big old circle and there's a hole in the center. Yeah, these characters prove that you can look like a Sonic character without looking like Sonic, which I yeah. like. Because pretty much none of them, besides Mighty, look like Sonic, mm -hmm. really. Because we've got Vector... <laughs> Mighty oh. looks pretty much exactly like Sonic. 
No, he doesn't. What are you talking about? Hold up. I'm going to pull up his animations. Oh, Mighty. Sorry, I thought you said Charmy. I was oh, confused. No, yeah, Mighty <laughs> does look exactly like Sonic. You're right. Yeah. Rip Mighty. This is his last appearance before Generations Plus. I mean, yeah. Mania Plus. Also, there's technically <laughs> eight playable characters because there's... Are we a... going to... What? Talk about the glitch character? Yeah, we're going to talk about the glitch character because I was just looking through the characters and I'm like, oh, asterisk, asterisk, asterisk. Oh, I... But he's also <laughs> known as Wecknia, I guess. I did not experience this character. Please tell me about it. Oh, it's it's not like... He's not playable. He's like a I mean, Shura you, you, or a Sura. Oh, yeah, okay. it, it's it's a glitch that you can trigger it. It's not really oh, so like he's, he's meant to be there. Now. Sort of. In, in concept, kind yeah. of. Anyway, there was like a reason why I wanted to talk about this. Uh, I'm sorry, no. There's like a random piece of trivia that I always find hilarious every time I remember it. So in this game, Charmy is like canonically 16, <laughs> but in every game afterwards, he's six. Oh. So he what? just drops 10 years. What? <laughs> it's amazing. And Espio like drops down like one year. It looks like, and Vector... Vector gains four years, actually, so that's a really weird... The concept of time for these characters, that it progresses in the same way it does in the real world, even, is preposterous to me. Literally, there's someone on the Sonic Wiki that, like, had, like, a story of why he hates Charmy because his, like, friends gave up on Sonic when they saw, like, his existence in Knuckles Chaotix. Oh my god. And he also, like, mentioned that he just finds the Fountain of Youth or something like that <laughs> because he just gets younger, so... That is some Sonic fanfiction waiting to happen. That's all I'm saying. Oh, God. Anyway. Well, so, I love the, I am I love the idea blown that away they right were like, now. oh, he's tiny because he's a bee, but he's the same age as everybody else. And then in the later games, they're like, no, 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 that can't be it. He's tiny because he's a child. Yeah, I also like how apparently labor laws aren't a thing for bees because he's, like, <laughs> a working man in Sonic Heroes. Well, you know, that's why they call him worker bees. No. No, it's not. That's not why they call them that at all, Isaiah. It could Isaiah. be why they call him that. No, don't spread your bee lies. Free bee, free bee. <laughs> All right. The gameplay in this game, it's it's interesting. You can spin dash, but it doesn't usually get you where you need to go. What you have to do is hold your partner down, which is just a button to like turn your partner into a brick. Yeah. And then you push forward until your connection turns red. There's like these sparkles between the rings that the characters are holding. When the connection turns red, it's like red, tension on the line. Yeah, then you let the partner go, and you'll move forward even faster than you can spin dash, and really empowering. Like, it feels like you can go pretty much anywhere using these mechanics, mm -hmm. because what you can also do is throw your partner into the air, and then hold down on the control stick, and then release down, and slingshot yourself directly upwards. So there's a lot of different angles that you could use with the rubber band mechanics, but it's kind of difficult to be precise with it, unless you have heavy. Yeah. Heavy is like, what if we took the physics and just abused them? Like, just broke... It no longer makes any actual physical sense, but it gets the job done. Yeah, because you can throw him into the air, and then if you hold, like, a direction and you use the hold button, he just kind of, like, soars through the sky, and you can catapult yourself There's an interesting thing where you throw him in the air, and then the tension gets high, so you rise up in the air. And he's falling, and the tension gets high again, so he rises into the air above you, and then the tension gets high again, and you rise above him. And it's like a perpetual Well, that's not what I'm talking machine. about. No, that's just, like, that's the physics being bad. That's not what I'm talking yeah. about. If you use the hold button, your position in relation to his 
stays the same for a little while. Okay. So you can you can get a lot of height, and then you can slingshot just once off of him, and then you'll pull him along with you. I, I wasn't talking about the game just being bad when you like jump into the air and then <laughs> things go wonky. Like that's not. I think it's like a little bit intentional though. No, no. I mean, it's just the physics. Like it's not. I don't think it's intentional because it's really really hard to like time any of that. So I've been watching the game's attract mode for the past like 15 minutes or whatever because it's just been on idle and there's a bit in one of the attract modes where they actually throw their friend and then use it to perpetual motion machine themselves upward well yeah I, you can go places but i mean i don't think that it's like it's not designed well is what i mean <laughs> well yeah whether or not it's designed well is another story but whereas using the hold button in midair is it like works it makes yeah. sense you can get very specific angles out of it the like just jumping into the air then spinning around like a i don't know a perpetual motion machine i'm sorry it, I just, it, it doesn't feel I just right. really like that phrase so i'm using it <laughs> by the way can we just like acknowledge this the first like sonic game of this format where the buttons actually do yeah. something different they're not this all is jump. also the first sonic game that gives you a tutorial on how it works before you get to like play yeah fun fact pretty useful yeah it needed that absolutely it needed that <laughs> I mean, I figured out how to do the majority. I skipped the tutorial first, and I found out how to do pretty much everything. But what confused me and still confuses me is the fact that you know how you're supposed to hold down while your partner's above you to, like, slingshot upwards? Yeah. If yeah. you're pushing left or right or even up, I think, you'll do the same thing. <laughs> so you have to release the controls all together to get the slingshot effect. And even the tutorial doesn't really tell you that, but while I was doing the tutorial, it, it gives you a little bit more chance to finagle around with it, and I kind of realized what was going on. So yeah, the controls are just really lumpy. You feel like you're being dragged <laughs> around pretty much the whole game. Well, you kind of are being dragged around. Like, that's almost the the premise. It should feel like you're dragging someone else around, but it really doesn't. Yeah. They, they frequently run past you, and then you kind of just get, like, wonked around. But if you play as Vector it's pretty easy to like kind of maneuver yourself because you're heavier and if you use Charmy he's lighter so you almost don't feel it so that's how I played the entire game and speaking yeah. of vector let's talk about how each of the characters have little neat different mechanics so Knuckles himself obviously has this glide and climb from Sonic 3 but yeah. everyone else has a unique move you guys want to share your experiences with those amazing abilities yeah so I've played as every character in this game twice over and by twice over I mean at least once what <laughs> the fuck okay so I just gotta open up the game because my memory is terrible and that's like All a right. bit so I only played as mighty I guess but I guess I have some other ones I kinda understand Mm -hmm. So when I played as Mighty, I was expecting him to have his little, like, ground pound that he had in Mania, but his, he is not the same character. Yeah, the no. ground pound is a completely new thing. He's basically able to stick to walls for a while, but you can basically just climb up walls by continuing to jump, but you can also jump a considerable distance from the wall yeah, after clinging onto it, but I've mostly just used it for upward ascent, and it's been very helpful. Yeah. It's basically quicker than the climb, but, you know, Mighty can't glide. So you might find this interesting. Espio can climb walls, like, way faster than Knuckles can. Yeah, he can also crawl ceilings, can't he? Espio, I actually don't He's know. Gex. He's Gex. Espio's Gex. Espio's <laughs> Gex. So he can literally run up walls. So he starts slow, and then he's, like, running on two feet like Spider-Man. That's incredible. Know? Yeah. He could do anything a spider can chameleon. so uh <laughs> spider chameleon come exactly. a, come a, come a, come a spider chameleon yeah <laughs> it comes and goes it yeah. comes and goes oh my god 
So he also has an idle animation where he just like crouches down on the ground and looks suspicious, which is, is a good bit. Yeah, he's a ninja. He can change colors, right? Is that does he change colors based on what he's standing on? I was super confused. I feel like he just does it randomly. I'm pretty sure that's his victory animation. Well, I was like thinking, is he like going super or something? But then I'm like, then I remember, oh wait, he's a freaking chameleon. Yeah. Yeah, he does it like before winning for sure because okay. I was seeing him do it when he's just friends with Knuckles at the beginning and you were kind of walking around that starting area. He changes colors and then I also remember walking onto like a waterfall or something and he changed colors during that and I was like wait does he change color based on the environment and then I try to turn around but this game is really good at not letting you turn around. <laughs> yeah. A lot of movement is one way in this game. Yeah very much so. So and then we have Charming B who is probably the best character. He just has infinite flight, doesn't he? Yeah, instead of jumping and instead of spin dashing, he just can dash in any direction. I mean, in eight directions because of directional pad. In the air, infinitely. And so he just, you can just go anywhere with him and you don't even have to worry about the physics because unless like you're holding, unless you're turning your friend into a brick, their physics don't actually like really affect you while you're doing this. Yeah, but it, it seems a lot easier to accidentally run into an enemy with Charmy than it does oh, with anyone yeah. else. Yeah. He's a good support character, I think. Yeah. Like I said, then... my team during this game was always playing as Vector with help from Charmy. Just because I like Vector's movement. Vector's ability is a little bit like Charmy's where he can dash in midair, but he can only do it once and he goes a little further. He can also climb. Uh, a lot of the yeah. characters in this game can climb. I didn't get to play as Vector, but what I like about him is that like his spin dash just looks like a life raft. Yeah. Like he specifically looks like the Bowser life raft from Mario Party 1 in the Yoshi level. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like it because it looks like a donut to me, but I think I might yeah. just like be hungry. I like it. I like Vector. Oh, <laughs> I like Vector because his body structure is just completely different than any Sonic character, but he also still feels like he fits in the universe. Yeah, for sure. Vector is definitely... after this. Oh yeah, he gets dragged. So I'm, I'm looking at all of their idols, because in the player select, it's just their idol. And Knuckles is like, spinning a ring on his finger like a basketball, right? Wait, his finger, hold it, his finger? Hold it, his finger. Spinning, spinning, spinning <laughs> like a ring on the tip of his on mitt, his finger, okay? His He's spinning finger. a, on his- The tip on his, of his mitt! Yeah, on his, like, lump? What the, does he have a finger? It's, it's a finger, yeah, it's definitely a finger. In the comics, he has fingers. Look, oh, the, I don't yeah, care they give him like, comics. He has a finger right like, now. It's the, they give it's him the, so disgusting though. It's so hilarious. Boot up the game, they give him go the spot to the symbol, select, right? He has a finger. They like live long and prosper that shit, right? No, no, look. Boot up the boot up the No, game, I'm talking about in the, the comic. Select. I'm talking about in the comic. Oh, I don't yeah. care about the, I don't care about Knuckles Chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seems that way. I'm sorry, I'm actually gonna have to Oh, dang it. Okay. Fine, I'll boot up the game. If you're gonna twist my arm about it. He's twirling a ring on the tip of his finger like one would twirl a basketball, right? And he's also like, he's sort of crouching down, he's on like his knees, and he's got one of his hands like on his chin like he's thinking really hard. Like he's thinking really hard? What the heck? I'm gonna break our rule for a second. This isn't a rule, but fuck it. You know when you like <laughs> put your hand on your chin because you're like, you know that? That's, that's what he's doing. Alright. I'm not gonna acknowledge what you just posted. In, in, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna don't, pretend don't that, that didn't happen. I'll tweet this out when the time is right. <laughs> oh, no. Follow us on Twitter at nospin-zone. Twitter.com/nospin-zone. Not slash. It would be at, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So Knuckles is twirling a ring on his finger like a basketball. 
Mighty is twirling a ring on his finger, like... Around it. Like, around his finger, yeah. And he's got the, like, same impatient posture that, like, Sonic has, because he just is Sonic. And so everybody's idol is like, let's convey something about their character, and also it's like a radically different animation from everybody else's. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, it's the way I wanted it to be in friggin' Sega Sonic. I wanted the, yeah. the new characters to have a little more going on for them. Yeah. What is Charmy's idol animation? He's a, he's a bee. He's a bee. <laughs> oh, right. Charmy's idol is that he's just like swinging the ring around like he is a bee. Yeah, because he's a bee. Yeah. They also have unique crouch animations that I really like. Like, they're mm -hmm. not, they're never in the same pose. Yeah. There's so much I want to love about this game, but some of it just makes me just never want to play it again. And. I really wish there was a Knuckles Chaotix 2. For real, though. Or. Knuckles Chaotix 64X. Check it out, guys. Vector Chaotix. Vector's Chaotix. Vector yeah. Chaotix. I'm into it. Vector Chaotix. That, that really should be it, honestly. I would play a Sonic game where Vector was the Put main Put Mighty Ray in it, too. Yeah, sure. Well, Mighty's already in it, Charlie. I know, but like... Let's get Ray in We're there, in the yeah. modern chaotic, and Mighty doesn't exist. And like, Fang, too. Let's get Fang in there. Yeah, yeah absolutely we'll Fang. put Fang in there. Or Knack. Knack 2. Knack 2. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Knack okay. 2, Staff of Dreams. So, supposedly, according to the intro sequence of this game, Metal Sonic is the bad guy? Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of images of the final boss from this game, and it's like just a big red Metal Sonic that looks really cool. Did you not get to the final boss? Charlie, I did not play, what? what is it, 25 stages? No, I didn't. Yeah, this took me like three or four hours, or five hours even, maybe, to complete this game. <laughs> but I, I did it because I just wanted to, and I didn't die a lot in this game. Yeah, yeah it's, like, not it's not hard. that hard. This was the first time that I stopped playing a Sonic game because I got bored. Yeah. I had to do it, no matter how much it hurt. Also, the final boss is not hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, if you were expecting, like, 2D Metal Overlord, which I guess Metal Overlord's not that hard either, but I had more of a challenge with this than the Sonic Heroes final boss. But honestly, what I, the impression I was getting from the cutscene is that it looked like Eggman might have been piloting the giant Metal Sonic, like it was kind of a combo effort. Okay. Yeah, like a Gundam. This isn't like Heroes where it's like, oh, Metal Sonic betrays Hey, hey spoilers. Yeah, that's I'm gonna have to very edit important out, spoilers. Charlie. You don't care. Put bleeps all over it. No one cares. No one cares. This is a, an old game, okay? Charlie, it's not for us. We're here in the year 1995 right now. Yeah. I'm afraid I'm gonna keep spoiling it, okay? Because if you don't know <laughs> the Chaos Rings, like I didn't, Bleep uh, that. the end credits. Shut up. <laughs> the end credit screen is literally Metal Sonic Kai like marching as the area behind him is burning. That's oh awesome. God. It's really dark, That's... and the music doesn't help either. Like. Oh man. And so you know the roulette. Yeah. You know the roulette in the for the stage select. Yeah. Have you guys like beaten a stage like just? No. Like, Okay. I fought, after I fought that, a boss. Like, it shows, like, what? I fought a boss, yeah. Because, you know, after that, like, the, a number will, like, appear where the, the stage was in the roulette, except for the bottom middle, which is an X. And then before you fa face Metal Sonic Kai, you face Metal Sonic in, like, the console, kind of like he was in, in uh, Sonic Mania. Yeah, like the little floater thing. Oh, yeah. And basically, you have to do the roulette, and if you have to hit the X, and then one number blows up, but if it hits a number, he'll do, like, a combination of different attacks. Oh, that's kind of neat. Hmm, okay. So, like, he'll do buzzsaws or rockets or these little orb things that slam into you, and I don't remember the fourth one. Oh, it was, like, spike walls, but then there's these, like, things that rush out and you push them into you. They're not that hard to dodge, honestly, but 
you, the fact that you have to go through that roulette again is kind of a pain. And I got ahead of myself talking about the final boss. But it really <laughs> isn't that hard. I only died a few times, and it's not like you can get a game over because there's no life system. You just, yeah. like, spawn at the beginning of the... Well, and also, if I'm correct, when you die, you don't die. Your partner dies, right? And you get yeah, one more hit after that. Yeah, and you die. And you oh, also get negative rings, which I don't quite understand. The negative rings happen when you... Because to bring your partner to you by hitting the A button, you have to spend ten rings. Right. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. so... I didn't even notice. If you do that... While you have less than 10 rings. I feel like bringing your partner to you is something that was put in because they realized that players could, like, get stuck. And they were like, alright, well this is something that you should do if you have to, but you shouldn't do it if you don't have to. And so we're gonna punish you for doing it. But also, we don't want you to die because of it, so negative rings is just what's gonna happen. I think that that was a poor design choice because, for one, it's not exploitable bringing your partner to you, it's just convenient. Yeah. And, like... It doesn't make sense anyway. Like, that shouldn't be the penalty. The penalty should be, like, you can't do it for ten seconds or something. Yeah. It also, like, takes two seconds to do anyway. And two seconds, like, I'm impatient and I'm playing a Sonic game. So two seconds yeah. is a lot. So I kind of feel like that's punishment enough. Yeah. I don't it's know. not great. There's only really one more thing I want to talk about. Oh, yeah? Uh, which is the level layouts and the differences between the worlds. I, I think that this game's level layouts are good in the way that they kind of facilitate exploration. Like, it's fun to find rings because of how the special stage works. You need plenty of rings and you always feel good for each ring that you collect. And you don't yeah. feel bad for not having a ton because you still know that no matter what, you'll at least be able to try it. And it also mm -hmm. kind of like places a lot of gravity on the power-ups because a shield is huge because that's one more hit you can take and a blue ring is huge because that's another hit that you can take. Oh yeah. That being sure. said, even though the levels do give you plenty of rings and plenty of power-ups and they feel rewarding for that reason, none of them have, like, hardly any landmarks and they all feel very samey. Yeah, That's absolutely. how I felt about CD. Yeah, I, I understand that criticism of CD, but I do think that at least some of the levels have things in there that kind of tell you where yeah. you're at. Whereas this game yeah. has 25 different level layouts and they all feel the same. Yeah. There's also one level that, like, you have to hit a light switch somewhere in it, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah. I actually got to the end of the level without hitting the light switch, and it was just like, challenge failed. Like, sorry, you spend several minutes playing this level. It doesn't count. It's not even that hard to find, either. Like, I didn't even follow the arrow, and I just ended up finding it. I didn't... <gasps> I can't believe it does that to you, though. <laughs> yeah. I found a switch, and then I tried to hit it, and it didn't work, and then I got to the end, and nothing happened, and I lost the level, and I was like, well, that's fun, with a capital F. Yeah. So, I do want to say, uh, speaking of things not happening, the tutorial level, at the end of the tutorial level, for me, there was a weird issue where I got to the end of the level, and the results screen just didn't appear. Like, the timer stopped, but the results screen didn't appear, and so it wouldn't take me to the next area. And so I was just stuck there for about a minute and I was actually about to reset the game because I was like, this is clearly like not supposed to happen. I hit the bring the partner to you button and then the game was like, oh, oh, that's right. Somebody's playing this game. All right, let's take you to the next area. You just hear like a, like a middle manager <laughs> clapping in the background. It's like, all right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like they spent one full minute trying to troubleshoot my problem and then finally solved it. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. I think the reason that happened was because my character was tiny at the time, and my character was becoming normal size at the exact time that I hit the goalpost, and I think the game just, like, got confused. 
I don't like the size power-ups, by the way. I like They're them, but only because if you get, like, all the power-ups at once, it looks like an MMO where you just have, like, a list of buffs at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> it's really yeah, that's fun. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that it shows you your active buffs currently, like, on the bottom of the screen. Yeah, it's neat. Especially since there are so many. There's, like, what, eight different things you can do? Yeah, so there's big, there's small, there's... Blue ring and shield. Yeah, blue ring and shield. There's get a different friend, and there's swap with your friend, except that those two can't happen simultaneously. Yeah, there's also, don't forget that there's also the S for selecting which stage you want to go to, and the crane for slowing down the crane to choose your partner easier. Does it oh, appear yeah. at the bottom too? Those appear in the bonus levels only. I don't think they're yeah. in the actual stages. They are not in the actual stages. Or if they are, I missed 100% of them. I think they're only in the bonus stage, which is yeah. why I like the bonus stage, because there's a lot of unique things you can do with it, and you can also increase mm. your ring total if you play it really well. Yeah. So, something else I kind of appreciate about this game, I, I forgot to mention this, that there's kind of a mini cutscene before each boss. Like, focuses in on the center, and then, like, a little screen pops up, and, like, I guess it's from Eggman's perspective swooping in, which almost makes it look like this could be a CD game if it did that. Like, mm -hmm. if, if Sonic CD did that, like you know, get out of town. Yeah, it would have been great. That That's something I appreciated. And did you guys have, I know you said these days were kind of boring, but any of them kind of, did you like any of them? Like, is there one that kind of stuck with you? The one that I liked the most was the airship level. I'm not sure what, the names for these levels are weird and they were really hard to Wait, parse I out. Think, from. was it Marina Madness? Where yes. You're like, yes. Yeah, I really liked that one because I like marinas and it was on a ship. There's also this really cool, it's the only stage... <laughs> that, like, has gimmicks, I feel like. I guess the other stages have gimmicks, but they're usually just for moving you around. But this one has a background layer that's, like, a plane behind you, or maybe it's just another ship floating. But that background yeah. layer is actually platforms that move up and down, and yeah. you can kind of, like, hop on them. And It's mm -hmm. sort of like Sky Sanctuary Zone, where there's, like, two sets of platforms that are moving independent of each other. Yeah. And you can hop from one to the other, and then it feels like the other one's the one that's moving. That was the only stage where I felt... Like, I knew where I was. Like, it was easier to place myself. But basically, yeah, all of these yeah. games kind of just feel like they're overlaying a bunch of tiles, and it's just a ton of flat lines. There's not a lot of slopes in this game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The level design, like you were saying earlier, the level design is kind of samey. I feel like that word doesn't get across exactly how, like, structurally similar every level is. <laughs> if you told me that each level 1 through 5 of the zones was literally just adding more enemies to it, I would have believed you. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a lot of like, the forest area does this a lot at the beginning, but all of them do it, where it's like, okay, so here's a flat line, and then it's a slope upwards so you're on the wall, and then another slope so you're on the ceiling, and then it just cuts off, and now you fall to the floor, and then do the same thing, but you're moving in the opposite direction, and then repeat that a few times, you know? Yeah. And every level does that a lot, like, all the time. And a part of that is, hey, here's a cool opportunity for us to use the physics of our game, but it's like the main thing about the levels, so... Yeah, it's it's It gets really repetitive. There's also a part in the marina level, which I think it's a marina level, where you can go to the top of it, like in a traditional Sonic game, and there are bonuses up there. But if you go all the way to the right on the top, you hit a wall, and then you can fall down to this little like pocket area underneath that that has rings and stuff in it. But that doesn't lead anywhere. So you have to go far to the left, then fall down, and then hit an intersection, and then fall down from there to go forward. You can't just keep running on the top. And that, to me, felt really, really, really wrong. Mm -hmm. It was difficult to sort of, like, 
give up and just turn left. Like, I just wanted to go forward, but it wouldn't let me. It was really weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I also had to go so far back to the left that it, like, I just lost myself on level. It was really weird. And I feel like there are segments like that in a lot of the levels where you kind of at an impasse and you're not sure where to go, so you just kind of have to backtrack. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, fine for a lot a of backtracking in a game. Yeah, that's fine for like a final level in a game. Like I'm okay with that in CD, even where it's a little bit oppressive, or even like the Game Gear games where they're kind of confusing. Just because that's the last area, and it's probably the only time you'll have to do it. But it happened way too much in this game for me to be comfortable with it. Yeah. Well, especially because in the other Sonic games, when you backtrack, they do a pretty good job of like orienting you to the shape of the level. But yeah. In this game, every part of the level is the same as the other parts of the level. Like, so yeah. it's just so easy to get lost because you can't tell two different screens of the level apart from each other. Yeah, it's it's confusing. How did you guys feel about the art assets besides the characters, like the backgrounds and the foregrounds? Honestly, I feel like the art is pretty good in this game. Yeah. I think it looks nice. I think the backgrounds don't look as good. There's not as much parallax, and they're not as intricate. Okay. That was the thing I noticed right away, because when you enter the training stage, there's this really cool... Or not the training stage, I guess it's like the intro level. But mm -hmm. there's this cool effect where you start out in the early morning, and then it goes to daytime, then it goes to evening, and then it goes to nighttime. Yeah. Basically, like, you're going through kind of acts from a traditional Sonic game. Mm -hmm. But the background is, again, just basically a JPEG. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's no parallax at all, and it's not particularly busy the way I like my Sonic backgrounds to be. The only cool aspect of it is that at the top, you can see the amusement park. I think this game takes place in an amusement park. That seems to oh, be... Oh, for sure. It does. Yeah. yeah. You can see that amusement park in the background of the starting area, which is really cool. But mm -hmm. after that, it feels like the art is really subdued compared to most Sonic games, which is another aspect of me feeling like all of those additional 16 bits went to duct-taping Charmy to your side. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is a carnival island. So this game definitely, like, it goes, hey, look, we can change the size of sprites in real time. Check it out. Our dudes get bigger and smaller, like they're wrapping around the screen at the beginnings of levels. And when you get hit, screen like rings fly out of the screen because they get like yeah. bigger and then disappear. But aside from that, sprites are larger, and that's like about it. Well, it's also like I said, Knuckles doesn't look as good as he does in Sonic and Knuckles 3. And yeah. it would be okay if all these characters were new, but you can draw a direct line between Knuckles and Chaotix and Knuckles in you know Sonic and Knuckles, and it's just so much worse when you see how few frames he actually has. Like when you jump into the air and fly, if you just turn left and right, it's like a four frame animation it looks really gross i think it's the worst when like you're climbing a ledge and you get up top because he like flips from the wall to the floor he does like a yeah. like sort of a backflip but it's a three frame backflip that takes almost a second and so yeah. it they really stretch out the frames like it's it's really it's almost uncomfortable yeah like you said they had a lot of characters to do stuff with but i can't let that be an excuse to make the characters like look worse because of it yeah like i would have rather just had knuckles vector and charmy <laughs> and had them all look really good mighty contributes the least to the game personally yeah, Espio is neat, but Bomb and Heavy also don't add very much. And I didn't like Espio because even though that climbing thing is cool, it does feel like he has the least utility as a character. Yeah, I prefer Mighty's climb a lot more than Espio's. Yeah. So, so, so I think that if we... I, I like, again, that we have all these cool new characters, and I think that they do feel well-designed. Like, I think everyone has a cool purpose. 
and playing as each of them feels unique, but I do wish they would have taken a little more care with the uh, animations instead of wherever else they put effort into for assets on this game. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because I wonder if, I mean, I, I guess not, it seems like not, but the 32X can resize images, but it doesn't appear to be able to rotate them because I don't, I don't see ever any images that are rotated. Yeah, no Rixels. Yeah, no Rixels. <laughs> God. Uh, but I feel like that probably would have helped out this game a little bit, because, first of all, all spin dashes are animated immediately. Just friggin' rotate stuff. And including everybody's jumps as well. Like, you need yeah. to have basically two frames, one for them curled up and the other for them looking more like a ball. That it, like, constantly switches between the two. Also, imagine, like... As your partner is spinning around from you flailing through space, they're actually like rotating. Like you're just holding them by their feet and they're spinning around uncontrollably <laughs> in midair. That would have looked hilarious. It, it would be great. But I, I, I guess, obviously, they didn't do it so that means. Like, there's no way they wouldn't do it if they couldn't. So either they could do it, but it looked way worse than I would expect, or it's not something that the 32X is capable of. I, I'd imagine it's the former, because I've seen a lot of instances of older hardware rotating a sprite, and it ends up, like, adding pixels where they don't need to be, and it looks really gross. Okay, yeah. So it's probably that it couldn't display rotated pixels, so what it would do is just redraw the image quickly, and that probably looks gross. Yeah, I could see that. Well, especially because actually looking at some of the still images they have, there's a lot of perspective. Like, there's a shine on all of the ball images. Like, there's a yeah. clear, like, direction of light for the animation. And I guess if you were animate, if you were rotating the images, then you would completely lose that. Well, you kind of lose that anyway when you turn left and right, but I get what you mean. Yeah. So, are we... Are we ready to give this uh, the thumbs up, thumbs down treatment, or do you have anything else to talk about? I think we're ready to thumb if it, if anyone yeah, else. Yeah, I think we're in the the thumb zone, the no thumb zone. Dash zone. Dash zone. The no thumb hyphen zone. All right. So what are you, Charlie? What are we What are we giving it? It's a real tough decision for me because after I played it, I was like, I don't want to touch it again. But after talking about it, I kind of like it more. So I might give this a thumbs up. All right. What about you, Steven? Man, I was going back and forth the whole time because I like <laughs> I like the first hour of this game a lot, but there's yeah. just the five levels, man. Come on. Yeah, it just there's nothing like the longer you play it, it just doesn't add anything of value over time. Like every other yeah. Sonic game, it goes here's a new zone with new mechanics and new things to look at, and this game just doesn't have any of that. Yeah, and even if I could choose to do the stage as a whole, I wouldn't want to play the same stage four times in a row before fighting a boss. Yeah. So, like, I think if I was playing this game the way it was meant to be played, I would be a thumbs up because I would just come back to it periodically. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm going to treat it that way. And I think that it's probably one of my lowest thumbs up. Like, I think it just barely <laughs> yeah. crests over the original Sonic. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, we, we didn't mention there's a save system in the game. And that's I think that's important because this game is not meant to be played over the course of six hours. Like, in a sitting, it's meant to yeah. be played, like, maybe a few stages. And then you go to school. And then you do your homework because you're responsible. And then you play a few stages again and then it's time for dinner. Yeah, and like, after you stop, maybe you pick a different character, which I played as Vector the whole time. <laughs> See, I did I did play, try to play as every character, and I had fun as every character until I didn't, because playing as the different characters wasn't really enough. 
We also didn't discuss the multiplayer aspect very much because yeah, I I felt we didn't that do it. It would yeah none of us were able to play it. Yeah, conveniently. I feel like that might change the experience maybe for the better, but it's hard to say. Well, I think that if nothing else, it offers something up, and I think that that's worth noting. And I think that that could also probably help with the thumb situation because it gives you even more new experiences with different combinations of characters. Yeah. So I think basically what I'll say is that because of the save system. And because of the way I think that you're supposed to play it, I'm going to give this a thumbs up. Because I think that I would have enjoyed it a lot if I spent, like, maybe an hour playing as Vector. And an hour yeah. playing as Charmy. And, like, slowly getting the Chaos Rings. Which I also really like yeah. the Chaos Rings. Because not only are they a different thing, like how the time zones in the Chaos Emerald are different. But they're, like, yeah. a completely different shape. They feel like they kind of add to mm. this weird, magical, ancient stuff that's going on in Sonic. Yeah, there is some deep lore to it. It's interesting to me because it seems like the main Sonic series is all about the Chaos Emeralds, and then all of the spin-off stuff is about some different collectible thing that yeah. is also powerful. And I also like that this entire game is about rings. Like, you collect rings to get to the special stage, that's nothing new, but you guys, you the two characters are tethered to each other by power rings that they're holding, you know? And when yeah. you kill enemies, they drop rings as well. Oh yeah, that's something we forgot to mention. They drop silver rings that notice. unfortunately you can't collect, and then the silver rings just sort of crumble into dust. Yeah. Which is very, like, there's clearly a ring theme going on Right, here. and like Eggman's controlling like shadow rings or something like that. Yeah, you know, I like that too. you need too. the chaos rings to like counteract them. I thought the enemies dropping rings was a little bit lazy at first, but now that you mentioned like that aspect of it, I, I think you're yeah. right. Whether or not it's lazy, it's just reusing an asset. It is kind of neat that it connects to the whole power ring situation. And Eggman dropping dark chaos rings or whatever is going on there is also really neat. So I was going to give this game a thumbs up, but we can't give Knuckles Chaotix three thumbs up. Yeah, we can. Again, this is your opinion. It's not... This isn't yeah, like... don't... <laughs> Two thumbs up and a thumbs down is not like a, a seven star review or whatever. It's that's, like that's true. Don't don't use this podcast like don't don't use the thumb section of this podcast as a as a means of of review systems. Oh, the No Spin Dash Zone gave it three thumbs. Gave up it three thumbs up. <laughs> gave, gave three, three thumbs up thumbs out of one up. thumb. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, if you if you tend to agree with Isaiah and he gives something a thumbs up, maybe check it out. If you tend to agree with me and I give something a thumbs up, maybe that's, check it out. You that's know, like that's exactly how, it's how I how I like deal with online reviews of games. Yeah, you find a reviewer that you agree with and you kind of listen to their opinion. Yeah. I'm glad to have had the experience. Yeah, so that being said, Isaiah, what's your thumb so, on this? So I get... I get I'm gonna give it a thumbs up, but it's, like you said, it's like the lowest up out of all the games we've played. Like, yeah, we're pretty sure. unanimous about this. I think it's just above Sonic, the original Sonic the Hedgehog, as far as games yeah. go. So... <laughs> because it's really, for me, it's less about what the game is, and I hate saying this because it's so friggin', I don't know. It, it, it's less about what the game is and more about, like, the ideas in place of what the game, like, would be if it maybe were better. Like, I would love a Chaotix 2. Like, I'd play a Chaotix yeah. 2. Well, and this game has great flavor going for it, and that's what I really yeah. like about CD. Mm -hmm. So I think you're allowed to like a game based on just the elements therein, rather than, mm -hmm. like, the overall gameplay experience necessarily. Because I think the game is, like, not fun as consistently as it needs to be in order for me to give a game a thumbs up, you know? But I feel like there's a lot going on. There's a lot of potential in the game, and I feel like 
you don't have to change what's there that much to showcase that potential, you know? I think if, if the level design weren't really boring, it would be an easy thumbs up to me. Yeah, for sure. I think that if just each level, or each zone, let's call them, had two acts like a normal Sonic game and then a boss stage, I'd be fine. I would have been happy with this game, but I played... I played the forest level and the casino-ish level five, like, four times each before I played any other level. Oh, even geez. three would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I got to the stage three for every level and sometimes passed them, and I was like, I just can't do it anymore, and I quit. I think there was a, there was a zone I never saw, I think. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I guess we're all giving it thumbs up. You hear that? Creative director, I if it would it, this would be a funnier bit if I knew the creative director's name. What's your question of the week, Isaiah? Oh God, who's your favorite member of the Chaotix? That's a good question. I was gonna hit them with something a bit more cerebral. <laughs> Who would you want to play as in Knuckles Chaotix 2? If you had to be tethered to someone in your life, <laughs> who would it be? <laughs> All right, we got three would questions. Would it be a week. large crocodile? Or a tiny ass <laughs> I feel like who's your favorite character of Team Chaotix is is a Twitter poll worthy question because there's very clear cut answers. But like, yeah, what, it's clearly heavy. Yeah, it's clearly heavy. What Sonic character would you like in Chaotix Two? Is something obviously you'll just have to submit like personally because well, you can't. I can make a double poll. I can be like, here are the characters. We'll do Knuckles and Mighty and Bomb and Heavy, because those are characters that appeared before and characters that you can't play as. And then we'll have Vector, SBO, and Charmy as a separate poll. I'm talking about, like, characters that are not in this game that you would like in the second one. In a theoretical sequel, what characters would you like added to the roster? We can't have Sonic in it. Sonic doesn't yeah. get to be part of this Sonic, party, so you If you got... answer Sonic, you're disqualified. Your opinion you've, doesn't well, count. Well, you've got Tails, you've got Ray, you've got Fang, you've got... What, Amy? Yeah, Amy, yeah. That's four. Well, who else would appear? Like, who else would be playable? Because it can't be Metal Sonic, because he's 100% just a bad guy, right? Yeah, no, Metal Sonic's definitely the antagonist of Chaotix 2. Yeah, I guess those are the only Sonic characters. That aren't Sonic, the yeah. Comics. Yeah, do you want to play as Boomer in <laughs> Knuckles Chaotix 2? Jesus. Who the heck is Boomer? Why does that name sound <laughs> He's Rotor. His, it's Rotor's name. I can't uh, remember. I think Boomer is his name before he's Rotor. Yeah. That's, or, that's it might be definitely. vice versa. Oh, okay. What about Princess Sally? How about you go die? That's fair. What about Antoine? <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's plug social media before I punch you guys. Hi, my name is Isaiah. You can follow me at twitter.com slash Isaiah Games. Which, here's a fun fact. You don't have to put an at in the URL. If you go to twitter.com slash ISIAH Games, it just takes you to my profile and you can hit that follow button. I tweet about video games, dumb jokes, and occasionally video game development. You can also go to twitter.com slash no spin dash zone to follow the no spin dash zone podcast Twitter. Yeah, we usually tweet twice a week. The first tweet is in the middle of the week and it's sort of something about the game. And then the tweet that comes out right after the episode goes up is a poll based on yeah. Isaiah's question. Yeah. You should probably post that picture that Charlie put in our Discord. Yeah, like I said, that that'll be going up this week. <laughs> and so if if you want to if you want to see what that absolutely cursed image is, you have no choice but to go to twitter.com slash no spin dash zone. Well, here's the deal. Theoretically, they might have already saw it. <laughs> so now it's just got <laughs> answers. Yo, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Either way, you win. 
but if if you aren't already following the Twitter, then that's your incentive to to get on down there and hit that follow button. Yeah. Follow me at Draws Charlie. I draw stuff. It's Inktober. Wait, it might not be when this comes out. Disregard that. <laughs> it was Inktober. You'll, you can see my Inktober images. It's currently halfway through Inktober, and we have like a okay, a okay. Month and just a half follow me. Backlog. I draw stuff, and the art is subpar. Anyway, <laughs> bye everyone. We had Wait. fun. <laughs> it might not be Inktober. It might not be. It doesn't matter. You can they can look at it. They can just look up the hashtag or something. I don't care. We're, we'll also be on YouTube, and you can find us on SoundCloud and some other stuff. Yeah, we're on iTunes. Yeah, through the LAG Radio Network. You should, if you're listening on iTunes, you should leave an iTunes review, because I'm told that that's, like, really good for, like, our standing with iTunes, and so that affects our, like, ratings and algorithms and stuff like that. Yeah, and if you do leave a review, please check out some of the other shows on the network, and if you're leaving a review just for our show, like, make that clear. Cause... Yeah. Because <laughs> there, there are other shows on our feed, so it's it's a little weird yeah tell them uh charlie sent you yeah yeah in case that just just for liability's sake they can break my legs it's fine yeah <laughs> i've enjoyed all the shows on the network i've listened to all of them and they're all pretty fun i like all the other guys on the network so give them give them a listen yeah i've been meaning to listen to some of them and i just haven't like had the time yeah i was lucky that right at the point where we joined the network i had plenty of free time but uh i think that's all we've got. Send us an email at nospin-zone at gmail.com. If you send an email and it's not, like, brutally offensive, it'll probably get read in the podcast. Yeah. If it's safe for work, because we're a purely safe for work, we're a family-friendly podcast, tell your family about this podcast. Yeah, let the kids know about Sonic the Hedgehog. If you have children and also are listening to this podcast... First of all, hey, how you doing? probably take them away. Second of all, <laughs> Jeez. tell your kids about our podcast. I'm sure they'll be proud of you. <laughs> Guys, don't Bye. introduce kids to Sonic. You need to be at least 16. You gotta be... Before you're ready for Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Please, just end it all. I can't take it anymore. All right, the impressionable that's... young kids don't need to be... They, they, need, they need to be safe, guys. The impressionable young kids don't need to become furries. That's the only yeah. time you become a furry. What? No, that's not... Don't. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Just okay. We're 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 cutting it off. Bye. That's enough. <laughs> Bye. We'd like to thank the LAG Network for making our episodes available on platforms like iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and lots more. If you're listening on YouTube and you'd like to keep up with our episodes on one of these audio platforms. Just search for the LAG Radio Network and follow their feed.